Welcome to the business and financial advice show, Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly. Brought to you by Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy. Your very own group of professional peers offering instant tips, training, and business networking. Learn how to have more time and increase your income by joining Mega today. And now, it's time to get your business momentum in action. Are you the kind of person who slowly gets into a swimming pool one step at a time until you gradually get used to the temperature of the water? Or are you the kind of person who wants to get the process over with as fast as possible by jumping in quickly? The question applies to entrepreneurs as well. Are you the kind who holds back, takes things slowly because you want all your P's and Q's in the right place before you get started? Or are you the kind of person who is willing to get started and learn as you go, mistakes and all? I'm Scott Card, producer of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly with Nancy Becker. On today's show, Nancy talks with her guest, Donnie Bovine, one of the top podcasters in the world. Nancy and Donnie tackle some down-to-earth perspectives toward business success that will tear away the myths and fears that hold back so many of us from moving ahead. Donnie is a champion of just-do-it-scared approach. He also offers useful strategies and insight about teamwork. With a business that reaches internationally, Donnie has lots of foundational breakthrough advice for the entrepreneur who thinks he or she is not ready yet. Let's join our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker, and her guest, Donnie Bovine. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, a talk show by successful business owners who are sharing their aha moments of go-tos and strategies that have helped them move their business from zero to a hundred and are wanting to share them with you so that you can get moving too. Today, we are talking with Donnie Bovine, who is changing the game of business development. With over two decades of sales and business expertise under his belt, and one of the top podcasts in the world, get ready to have your fire lit. Donnie enjoys life on his small farm in Texas while running his international business. He knows how to help you change your mindset and up your game. His story about being a success champion in his own life has inspired thousands to get out of their own way and go for it. He will help you unleash your inner success champion, create a champion network who will help you grow your business, and then step into the person and business owner you've always dreamed of being. Welcome, Donnie. <laughs> Thank you, Nancy. I'm so excited to be here. You know, I got to give kudos to my team, right? So, because usually it says Donnie will help you unleash your inner badass. You know, so they really tried to clean it up for you. <laughs> well, thank them, but it wasn't necessary. <laughs> I want reality here, guys. Right, right, right. No, that's awesome. Uh, they did really good. I actually hadn't heard that whole bio done that way. So I got to give them. So I guess, all right, team, everybody gets a raise. Yay. Right? <laughs> Ooh, hey, that sounds good. Do I get it for reading it right? <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. I will double what I paid you to come on the show. There you go. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> well, I want to hear about how you became a success champion in your own life. 
Yeah, I love the name of your show, and and there's a couple of reasons. So I tell everybody I'm a late bloomer. You know, I was 40 years old before I jumped out and started my own business. And up until that point, you know, I did four years in the Marine Corps and then basically 20 years in the sales game, spent the last seven as a national sales trainer before I launched my own company. And if anybody's ever read the book E-Myth, um, in there they talk about the entrepreneur hiccup. Well, that's basically what happened to me is I was working for a guy, making him a lot of money, and I'm like, why am I constantly making other people rich? Why don't I do this for myself? So I launched my business in September of 2017. And truth be told, I really thought 20 years in the sales game, you know, I could sell ice to an Eskimo, that running a business was going to be a cakewalk, right? And, and in, in my local market in the Fort Worth, Texas area, you know, I had a pretty good brand and local reputation. Um, some people would tell you I was pretty cocky at the moment. And I really thought that when I started my business, I was going to say, hey, guys, I launched my business and like the pearly gates were going to open up. The sky was going to fall and, you know, everybody was going to come do business with me. Yeah, none of that happened. Um, <laughs> and I had no clue that there was a lot more to running a business than just being a sales guy. So I launched my business and was just going for this kind of general, let's be a speaker on stages type of thing. Then although I did find some speaking engagements, I quickly had to bring in some coaching stuff to bring revenue in. And then I did like this consulting thing. And, you know, um, I was all over the place. And, and I realized at about three months in that I was starting to get in trouble. Right. You know, even though I had a, a fund set aside to finance this whole thing, I was, I was starting to go downhill because I had no direction in my business. You know, I had no vision. I didn't have any processes. You know, there was just a lot of moving parts. Well, at six months in, I walked up to my wife and said, babe, we're about to lose everything. And at, up to that point, I, we, we bought our dream house in farm. I had built a second house on the property for my mother-in-law. You know, we, we had goats and chickens and ducks and, and, you know, all this cool stuff and that we were fixing up and, and growing to be our forever place. And I'm here now looking at my wife saying, babe, we're going to lose it all. And that was gut-wrenching. I mean, that's, that's probably one of the lowest points in my life ever. And my life, my, my wife being, the woman she is amazing, awesome, and can put up with my shit. Um, looked at me really lovingly, caring, joyfully in the face, and told me to get off my ass and go sell something. So I did, and I started climbing back out. But that's when I realized that I, at up to that point, was taking the same guy that spent 20 years in the sales game into trying to run a business with that same mentality. And I didn't realize that I was taking that employee mindset and trying to be a business owner. So in April of 2018, I gave a, a speech to a pretty good size audience. A guy walked up to me afterwards said, I love your energy. I love your passion. I love your story. Would you come tell your story on my podcast? And I said, what's a podcast? 
<laughs> and he he explained to me it was kind of like you know talk radio and it plays over the internet and you know um i'm not even gonna get into what's a podcast what's not a podcast because that's a whole nother conversation but uh uh i went on a show had a blast we laughed and joked and then after the show aired one of his guests reached out to me and became a coaching client and i went whoa i can go on podcast and people want to do business with me hold my beer and watch this. So in the next 30 days, I went nuts. I found out people had podcasts, shows, whatever. I was getting on their shows and I was on 67 shows in 30 days. Wow. We went nuts. So, um, and it was around show 50 that I was being interviewed. Um, a gentleman interviewed me. Long story short, it was a really bad interview. <laughs> um, uh, there's no such thing as a bad guest, but there is such thing as really terrible host. Um, and this guy was bad. I mean, disgustingly bad. And I'm like, man, if this guy can have any success whatsoever, I'm in. So I launched my show success champions in, uh, May of 2018, hit the top 200 charts, uh, three months in or top 200 in business, three months in five months after, you know, basically after that, I've hit 57 overall as the highest my show's ever been on the charts. And I got the screenshot sitting right next to Tim Ferriss, which was kind of really cool, right, um, on the show. But I named it Success Champions because along that ride, what I realized is I'd always championed myself throughout my sales career, I've sold millions of dollars, all that kind of stuff. But I always put myself as the guy when absolutely positively has to be done, put me in coach. I want the ball. And I realized that in my business up until I had to look at my wife and say, we're fixing to lose it all. I hadn't put myself as the champion of my own company. I wasn't duking it out there. I wasn't out there doing the PR and, you know, shaking hands and doing all the things. And then, you know, let alone creating all the processes, the operations, the accounting, finance, you know, all that stuff. I wasn't championing my business. I was constantly creating a job for myself. Right. So I decided that if I can be this, you know, the champion of my own success, that I'm going to create a ton of other people who can champion their success. So that's where success champion really, really stems from and came from. And once I started championing my own success, I realized that I could help other people champion my mission, my brand, but I could also help them get out of their own damn way so they could go for it. And that's what set me on this fun path to international speaker and, all these other fun things that I've been able to do um, with with this journey and ride. And, you know, I love telling people and then I'll shut up because I've been talking for a while. But I love telling people that podcasting saved my business because it was ultimately the thing that taught me processes, systems, accountability in as far as flipping my mindset from that of an employee uh, to a business owner. So now I get the pleasure of traveling around and teaching other entrepreneurs, business owners, and people how to champion their business and their life. And it's been a lot, a lot of fun. It's an amazing thing. First of all, I hope you don't think I'm a poor. <laughs> oh, no. I, 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 every time I tell that story, I'm talking to a podcast host. I'm like, 
I got to make sure to tell them that they're not that person. Right? <laughs> I was gonna say, I, ho- I hope that I'm, I'm, you know. No, you're amazing. This is, this is fun. This is fun. <laughs> but it's, it's interesting because um, you're actually my second interview today, and there's, a, there's a theme emerging. We were talking, and it's a theme of overall business, and it's one, unfortunately, that I don't think a lot of startup businesses understand or even want to hear you know the fingers in the ears so they don't have to hear these things but it's it's all about you can't just say oh i want to do this and have it miraculously happen you know we were at um podcast movement last week which is a huge big you know, um, group of podcasters. And we're in Michigan. The conference was in Florida and we drove and it was like a 19 hour drive. And my husband kept saying, you know, can't you just twitch your nose and take us home? (laughs) (laughs) My twitcher's broken. But I, I think that business owners feel like all they have to do is sit there, twitch their nose and business will fall in their lap. They don't want to hear that, you know, they want the four hour work week. They don't want to hear that they have to put in hours and hours and hours of work and blood and sweat and tears if they're going to have a successful business. Right. And then you've also got to define successful and what that means to the individual person. But, you know, I think that people need to better understand why do you have to have the accountability? Why do you have to have the systems and processes in place? Why do you have to have a goal? Right. You know, a couple of things that I realized after my wife said her wonderful phrase to me, but I still give her hell about, um, but, but was that I had spent a lot of time as an employee, right? So I took that mindset into business. And so I've had to really look at breaking down of when I'm thinking like an employee and when I'm thinking like a business owner. And a couple of things that I know for absolute truths. When somebody says that they don't like accountability, that's an employee mindset, right? When someone says, I don't like processes, that's an employee mindset. When someone says, I don't like advice from other people, that's an employee mindset because nobody ever got to whatever level of success they define by themselves. It just doesn't happen. You got mentors. You may not have coaches. I know several people have made success without coaches, right? Um, But they've always had mentors of some sort, right? And at some point, you've got to find somebody who's already carved the path and trail. So if anybody is sitting there you know, on their computer, listening to, you know, podcasts and everything else. And they're like, I can just do this all myself. Kiss your company goodbye, right? It's just not going to make it because you're not doing the things you need to be doing to get where you need to go. And I learned this in a sales game. If things weren't breaking and screwing up, then I wasn't doing the things to grow a bigger book of sales. And it's the same thing in business. If shit's not falling apart and you're running around with a chicken on your head cut on fire, and I'm not saying all the time, right? But if, if everything is comfortable, your business is dying. 
because you have literally got to go and get punched in the face by life to really make this whole thing work. And although I was trying a lot of things early on in my business, I wasn't getting punched in the face because I was constantly, let's go get a deal and then work on that deal. And I'd stay very comfortable working on that deal and not going to get everything else, right? I wasn't pushing the boundaries. I was doing enough to try and keep me busy, but not scalable. And then, you know, one of the big catastrophes that happened is I lost several clients at all one time because I got them all where they needed to go and they didn't need me anymore, just proper coaching, right? And, and, and so now here I was getting ready to roll in January going, I have no revenue coming in. I'd also done nothing to go get that revenue, you know? And, and so I think that, that for a lot of people starting out, one of the most healthy things that they can do is list out all of their thoughts and processes and everything else and go, okay, is the way I'm doing this, was this built by an employee or was this built by a business owner? And the test for that is if you have to do it, odds are it's built by an employee mindset because the business owner doesn't do it. The business owner finds somebody else who has a passion and loves to do that and wants to buy into your brand and gets them to do that step for them so they can go do what they're really passionate about. And I find a lot of like craftsmen and whatnot are like, I just want to make the thing. Well, cool, make the thing, but go do make the thing for somebody else or run a business because you can't do both, if all that makes sense. You're listening to the Business and Financial Advice Show. Don't wait till pigs fly with your host, Nancy Becker. There's lots more to come. Nancy and her guest will be right back. you ready to go shopping? Sure. Just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better. And with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. Are you a small business owner wondering about your next step for growth and success? What if you had your own dynamic group of professional peers, a group that supports your business with fresh new ideas, beneficial training, accountability, and more? Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy is a professional peer advisory group dedicated to supporting fellow business owners. Learn about processes and strategies that will get you more time and money. When I first joined the Mega Group, I was struggling in a business that wasn't right for me. 
Now, I own a local business where I live out my passion every day. Last year, the revenue of my business tripled and we are on track to hit even bigger goals this year. The accountability and feedback of the Mega Group have been invaluable. The Mega Group can help you focus on the right things and start building momentum. Join the Mega Group today at don'twaittillpigsfly.com. They're big, they're shy, they're invisible, and they fly. They're always late, they never arrive. Don't wait till pigs fly. Get your business momentum in action. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. I just told this story a few minutes ago to somebody. I used to have a a storefront and we were a co-work center that I had started in a small town. And there was this business across the street that I could not figure out what it was they sold. It had a crazy name that I couldn't understand. And I never saw people going in and out. So I like to make friends. I like to know what other people are doing. And I like to share those businesses with other people. So I went over a couple of times just to figure out what it was that she was doing. And I still never really figured out what it was. But she asked me what I did. And I said, well, you know, I'm score on steroids. Everybody knows what score is. Mm-hmm. And she goes, oh, I hate score. I can't imagine anyone telling me anything about running my business that I don't know. I've been in business for 18 years. <laughs> Three weeks later, there was a going out of business sale sign on her right. front door. You know? Of course there was. I didn't see that coming. Not. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> You know, she needed to, first of all, define what it was that she was doing so that other people would know, you know, and then she had to realize that she obviously wasn't doing something right and she needed help and support. There's a, I think there's a a form of ego that comes into, into play when you're business startups. Well, it's, it's. I'm going to push back a little bit. It's not ego. It's, it's a little bit different. This is what I found. And this comes from my sales training days is that, that it's the opposite of ego. People are more worried about what other people think about them. So it's not that I'm better than you. It's I'm going to think you're going to think less of me if I raise my hand and ask a question. Okay. Right. So, so what I find with a lot of business owners because this is a hundred percent what I was doing right out the gate was I felt like if I went out and asked for help, all these people who had seen me in success and sales and everything else, my networks, all the people who knew me, if they knew I was asking for help, they would understand how bad I was failing. Right? So if I asked for help, then I would look like a failure. And I was more worried that people would see me as a failure. And I'm an ego guy, right? I've got a loud personality and I can, you know, if I enter a room, you're going to know I'm there. But it wasn't ego that was keeping me from asking. It was 100%. I was so concerned what people would think about me if they knew how bad I was running my business. You know, and, and it's a wild thing to do. Because you can't run a successful business and be concerned about how people see you on a regular basis. Because if you worry about that, you won't be able to go talk to new customers, right? You won't be able to ask for advice, 
you won't be able to put yourself out there on social media and all this other stuff. Because going on in your head the entire time, you're too wrapped up in, oh, I'll say that's stupid, or I'll look bad, or, or, or my business won't be positioned right. When the funny thing is, is 100% the opposite of is true. The more vulnerable you are, the better people want to come do business with you. See, I run a Facebook group called Success Champions. And I've been running this group for a couple of years, a little over 600 members, and it's got 90% engagement in there. And people have asked me how I've gotten so much engagement. And the truth is, these people have been along this entire ride with me past that first six months, right? When I wasn't telling anybody I was screwing up, but now they've got to see me as I've created new things. They were around when I created a podcast. They were around when I did some of the things they celebrated with me when I got my first international speaking gig, you know, they, they have pushed me because I've let them into my world and said, Hey, this is the shit I'm going through. And they can relate and that vulnerability has allowed more people and I would rather somebody go, Hey, that's Donnie. He's got a big ass podcast. You know, he speaks on stage. I would rather people walk up and go, that's Donnie, man. If you want to really understand how to get your business where you need it to go, go follow what he's done and listen to his story because he's going to tell you all the shit along the way. And so you can see where you're at in your business and follow the path that he's carving. That's more powerful to me than any sort of accolade I may have out there. You know, but people just don't want that vulnerability for a lot of reasons, but primarily they're, they're worried what people will think about them. Well, how do, how do people that are in that position, you know, it's just suck it up buttercup, you know, how do they, get past that and actually get into the, I don't care. I want to move forward. Beautiful question. Love that. So I have a theory that there's no such thing as confidence. Okay. And bear with me because I, the, the number one thing I hear from business owners is, you know, I'm, I, I, I don't feel motivated. I don't have the confidence to do that. I don't have blah, blah, blah. I can't do that. Well, all of that's bullshit. Because the truth is, it's not that you don't have confidence. What you lack is experience. And what I mean is, we'll go back to something stupid as a kid. The first time you rode a bike, you weren't good at it. You didn't have confidence. You weren't, I mean, you might have been a little bit motivated to ride the bike, but, but you weren't good at it. But most people, in their, by the time they've opened their business, Someone could hand them a bike and they could ride down the road without even blinking twice, even if they haven't been on a bike in 20 years type thing, right? Mm -hmm. so, so if you're not willing to get vulnerable because you're worried about people see, just start. And it's not suck it up. It's go screw it up. And I hope you fail miserably starting out because um, my first Facebook Live I ever did, <laughs> it lasted like 90 seconds. <laughs> Right. So, <laughs> right. I got on there and I'm like, Oh shit, what am I doing? What do I say? And I'm freaking out and, 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 and going and, and, and everybody, 
people were logging on and I don't know how to comment and I don't know what to look at. And I'm like, okay, this is fun. And I hung up, right? <laughs> that was basically my first live. And it wasn't that I said goodbye. I literally just stopped the live. <laughs> um, and that's what happens to, and, and guys, I speak in front of thousands, right? Right. So, and, I, and I say that because people are always like, Donnie, you're so confident. No, no, I'm not. I'm 100% not that confident. I do have experience in some cool things that I've done because I've done enough of it, right? But, but it comes down to every time you try something new, it's going to suck. You're going to look like a buffoon, like an idiot, like a dumbass, whatever, until you do it enough times that it becomes okay, right? Um, you know, I used to teach cold calling when I did sales training. And I think the only way you teach cold calling is you go, I go. So I would take on a, a classroom full of salespeople, a lot of time newer salespeople. And I'm like, okay, we're going to learn cold calling. And everybody would kind of cringe. Oh, crap, we got to make cold calls. I'm like, no worries. I'm fixing to make it easy for you. And, they're like, and they'd all be staring at me. And I'm like, do you want to know what the scariest sound in the world to a salesperson is? And they all kind of lean in. And I hit the speakerphone on a phone sitting in front of me and hear the dial tone, right? And they all just kind of cringe because, oh, crap. Then I would stand up there and do live dials in front of the room on speakerphone so they could hear me cold calling cold prospects. And people looked at me and they're like, oh, my God, you are a Superman rock star because you can stand in front of rooms and do these live cold calls. Hell no. It scared the pure living shit out of me every time I did it. Right. And the first time I did it, I screwed up so bad that I wanted to run out of the room because I was freaking out how bad I screwed up. But the classmates, the people sitting in the room were screaming and cheering because they'd never seen anything like that. What they didn't know inside is I was freaking out. Right. And, and, and that's the thing. It's not fake it till you make it. I don't think that works. It's go get punched in the face until you get comfortable with it, yep. right? Yep. To this day, if I walked in front of the room and tried to do a live dial cold call, I would be freaking out that entire time, yep. right? Even though I do have some muscle memory in that now. But, but if, if you don't get vulnerable, and I'm not saying tell people what you had for breakfast. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is get relatable. You know, prime example, when I was going up through my sales career, very early on in my career, I was told two things by a vice president. And I worked for a fortune, I think they were a fortune five at that point, they're now a fortune one. But, um, uh, and I was in a sales role for them and this vice president of the company pulled me aside. I said, Donnie, I need you to understand two things for me. He goes, I know you're trying to climb the corporate ladder and go big and everything else. So you got to do two things. One, quit telling everybody you're a veteran. And he wasn't telling me that from a bad point. He was telling me that it does nothing for me to climb the corporate ladder. It's like having a degree. All the degree does is get you the initial conversation, right? It doesn't do anything beyond that. And, and so he was telling me that. The second thing he told me is like, dude, you got to lose the y'all. You got to lose the twang. You can't have any sort of country accent because they're going to think you're a hillbilly. And if you have that accent, they're going to think you're stupid. And he wasn't wrong. So I really worked hard to get rid of the twang. And I never told anybody that I was raised on a farm and, you know, and I avoided all that stuff. So for 10 years of that sales career, 
which expanded a couple companies, nobody knew I was a Marine. Nobody knew I grew up in the country. And I just avoided that conversation altogether. And my sales, although were tremendous and I had big deals, they tended to be more transactional, meaning they were quick sales. I didn't keep clients for very long, right? I, I would get the deal done and I would have no connection with the client. So I couldn't keep business. So I was constantly having to sell, 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 which got me really good at sales. But, I, but companies were constantly having to put a team behind me to keep the accounts, right? Because I would just move on and go after the next deal. And I went to a networking event and at this networking event, I heard two guys talking and they said they're United States Marines. And I don't know why, but the first time I walked up and said, Hey, I'm a Marine too. And they said, really? And we talked and had probably way too many cocktails that night, but we talked for freaking hours that night. They ended up becoming a client and they're still freaking great friends of mine today. And it was a light bulb moment that for years I'd been hiding myself. And when I started telling people my story, yeah. they started relating to me, right? They started connecting with me and I started creating sales deals that lasted longer. So, so once I started running my business properly, I started doing things like, taking pictures on my farm, showing the baby goats, right? I was, you know, we had new baby chicks that were taking pictures of those, you know, um, I was, you know, doing lives on Facebook and stuff on the, on the farm while I'm walking to property and, and things along the line. And, and I was telling them the screw ups and the things that I went through and the frustrations and, you know, talking about how I had all these projects going on and I'm so afraid that one's going to fall through and, and, as I did this, people started becoming fans and champions and embracing the story and message. And, and, and in doing that, I've created these, these awesome, awesome people that are constantly sharing my brand and my message for me um, and has allowed us to create a lot of things. So, so don't think you lack confidence. Know that you just lack the experience. That was the whole point of that long ass story. <laughs> it was a very, very good one, and I'm sitting here. I got goosebumps. You know? oh. <laughs> what does business success look like to you? What does business success feel like to you? What stands between you and that feeling? Business success is all about momentum. Mega, the monthly entrepreneur growth academy, will help you focus on the right things and start building that momentum. The Mega Group is a network of dedicated professionals. They provide focused training and excellent support as only a personal advisory group can. Learn tips, strategies, and valuable insights to unleash your productivity. Isn't it time to stop spinning your wheels? Go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com and join the Mega Group today. Hey, you ready to go shopping? Sure. Just let me go to the backyard and pick some $20 bills off the money tree. Oh, grab a few for me. A money tree? Hey, you ready to go shopping? I can't afford it. Really? How's your business coming along? Good, but sales could be better. And with all the expenses. You should join the Fast Track. Fast Track? It's the Fast Track Your Cash program. It gives you just the right momentum you need to boost your personal business. 
The Fast Track Your Cash program is professionally designed to target customers specifically tailored to your business, increasing your revenue. It can happen faster than you think. Feel more empowered with your own unique steps to give you back your time while making your business grow fast. Visit us right now at businesssuccessunlimited.com. Businesssuccessunlimited.com. Fast Track Your Cash. I'm joining today. Radio and podcast shows are the fastest growing media of the decade. The better the sound, the better the impact you will have with your listeners. Hi, I'm Scott. I'm a producer editor for radio and podcasts. If you have your own podcast, I can help with editing, improved audio quality, your own theme music, and intros and outros. Would you like a commercial for your small business? Connect with me for a sound approach to your podcasts and commercials. My email is scott at worldwithinreach.com. Scott at worldwithinreach.com. Let's rejoin our host of Don't Wait Till Pigs Fly, Nancy Becker. You know, I will never, ever, ever find myself paying for a coach or something like that who sits back there and and just talks about all the wonderful things they've done and all the success they've had without telling us but it took yeah you know it's these stories about i started out in homeless and six months later i was making six figures You know, it's fake. It's not, it's not real. But when you actually start to tell the true story behind you, people can relate and they can say, I get that. I understand that. That's the same thing that I'm going through right now. You know, Donnie went through it too. So that means it's okay. Yes. Yes. You know, it's, it's interesting is for the longest time, there was this cliche phrase thrown around that your mess is your success, you know, and and I hate the phrase, but, but it does make a lot of sense. And the more you can let people into your world and become relatable, the more people want to do things with you that may be business that may be support and I call it creating champions. And when I think of a champion, I think of the movie Troy with Brad Pitt, okay? And if you've ever seen that movie, it starts out, Brad Pitt is laying in a brothel, which I don't recommend, but <laughs> Brad's laying in a brothel, right? He's drunker than Cooter Brown, and, and he is you know, waking up from a hangover. Out front, meanwhile, there's these two massive armies put together that are getting ready to fully duke it out. The two kings come to the center, and they're like, look, we don't have to kill all these people. Why don't we pull out our champions? The two champions go at it. Whoever wins, you know, wins this whole war. So they agree. The one king pulls out this freaking WWF-looking star, you know, huge mountain, I mean, with muscles just popping out of every crazy portion of his body. Meanwhile, the king's like, you know, where's Brad Pitt, whatever his name is. And, and of course, you know, Brad's nowhere to be found. So they send a runner off to go into this brothel to grab Brad, who's drunk as hell, you know, and, and slobbered on himself. And he finally comes out, he walks out, 
and he walks through and you could tell he's just shell. He's like dang near dragging his spear because he's so hung over and everything else. And the King's like, you've got to win this thing for me. And uh, Brad's like, fine. So he puts his helmet on. And here's the, meanwhile, this big dude just going bananas all hulked out and everything. And Brad runs up, does one move, stabs a guy in the neck and the war's over. Right. And I need to watch that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really cool movie, but, but, it, but, what I've always taken that from is when that war was on the line, the king already knew who he was going to call. He had a champion. And I think a lot of business owners don't have those champions. You know, for, for, for me, I know right now that if I needed to, like, like we're getting ready to launch a magazine. And I wanted some really cool articles in the magazine. Without even thinking twice, I knew immediately who I was going to talk to to write these articles, right? Because they are huge champions and fans of our brand, our message. They're building their businesses as well, and they've done some amazing stuff. And, and they champion what we do, so I wanted to champion what they did, right? And by having those quick go-tos, you know, those people that just champion your message and everything else, they will do wonderful and beautiful things for you. But the only way to create those champions is you got to get vulnerable. You've got to get them to the point where they go, God, he's just like me. And when you can get somebody to say, excuse me, they're just like me. Now you can start growing and they'll buy into your message. They'll buy into your brand and they'll start introducing you to the world. Which, which is the absolute magic of everything. So, so when you think about your businesses, who are your champions? When you're stacked up against it and you need social media help, you need writing help, you need podcast help, you need speaking help, you need you know, whatever else, who is that champion that's so into your brand and message that they just wanna see you rock? They want to see you succeed because you, by being vulnerable and sharing your story and your journey and what you've done has helped them realize that they can go through it too. Does that make sense? Absolutely. I couldn't agree with you more. It makes perfect sense. Oh, and, and that's how I've built the business I've built is by creating these champions that want to go out and help me champion my vision. And I got a fun vision. It's really simple. I want to help 10,000 people, 10,000 people help 100 people. Cause if I can help 10,000 people help 100 people get out of their own damn way, I've touched a million lives, right? Incredible. Which will ultimately get me to keep touching the next round of lives and the more people and the more people and the more people. And, and if I can, can get to my 10,000, then, then I can help change and transfer so many lives of people finally, finally doing what they should have been doing with their lives all along and going for it. Yes. Yes. I, I, I think life's too freaking short to be stuck in this bad myth of 40 years, 40 hours for 40% of your income, right? Go start a business. Go take a bet on yourself. And, and see what happens. And, and you're going to be amazed at what turns up. 
I know one last question. Is, oh, you're fine. I know that um, people listening to this are going to get really excited and they're going <laughs> to say, wow, I'm going to do this. And then it hits them in the face. And Absolutely. They go, well, crap. Now what am I going to do? I'm just going to give up and go back to work. How do you keep people going forward? In Absolutely. I love this question. I hate motivational seminars, right? Because you go, you hear Tony Robbins, you hear all this stuff, you get fired up, you walk on coals, all that crap, and then Monday happens, right? And now you're like, oh, shit, I'm back to my world. Um, the truth of the matter is, is I think for what's worked for me, and I think what works for others, is you have to find the community. You've got to surround yourself with other badasses that are trying to unleash and go for it. That you can have a environment of going, hey, life sucks right now. I've got all this stuff. Things are breaking. Things are falling apart. And you got 300 people going, oh, you got this. Let's go. Let's run. Right? Pick up your freaking sword. Pick up your shield. Let's freaking run and get after it. Right? You've got to surround yourself with people who are really cheering you on because being an entrepreneur sucks. Right? Being a business owner is a bitch. It's a lot of freaking work. And if you leave yourself on an island, it's never going to work. Right? I, I had one of my champions, you know, in my Facebook group, that, you know, put a post out you know, three days ago, and she was like. I'm just whooped. I'm mentally exhausted. I'm doing this. I got this launching. I got this launching. And I'm to the point of burnout. And you should have saw the love come from the group of the people that just lifted her up really, really quick and said, you got this. Right. And then even I sent out a private message. We jumped on a Zoom call. You know, we, we got things moving together because it's about you don't rise up on your own. Badasses rise together. And when you surround yourself with the right freaking people, right, you will have people that are cheering you on. And look, I don't give about the people that are happy when you fail, right? The people that don't understand entrepreneurism and everything else, they're like, oh, man, that's so tough. Life must suck. I can't believe you're doing all that. What I want is I want the people that are there like, yes, you're succeeding. You're kicking ass. You're moving forward. Let's celebrate it. That's why in the group, you know, we're constantly celebrating wins, right? Constantly giving you opportunities to tell about your business and what you do. We're constantly getting, you know, people to step out of their comfort zones and do videos because I want them to get those experiences and to grow and step into that person they're supposed to become. Right. Sounds like an awesome group. What's the name of it again? <laughs> Thanks. It's a success champion. So just go to Facebook, type in success champions. And I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt, two things. If anybody would have told me two years ago that I would be one of the top podcasters in the world, I would have laughed at them. Second thing, if anybody ever told me that I would have a business built from a Facebook group, I would have laughed at them. Right? I grew up in a world where you go cold calling and kicking doors to do sales, not creating a community. So, but yeah, if you just go to Facebook, type in success champions, come hang out. I will be there later today. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds Good. wonderful. But unfortunately I could talk all day, but <laughs> are running out of time. And is there one last thought that you want to share with us before we end this conversation? Yeah. Um, it, and it really comes down to the, the simple thing is 
you weren't born an entrepreneur or business owner. You weren't born a salesperson. You weren't born a leader. Those are all learned. You've got to go put yourself out there in a position to get banged up, beat up, kicked, punched, you know, slapped in the face to actually be able to grow, level up, unleash, because the person you are right now is not the person you need to become to get where you need to go. You've got to level up. And this isn't my phrase. Somebody else said it, and I wish I could remember who so I could give them credit. When life gets hard, it's not that it's gotten hard. It just means you leveled up and you've got to learn that level now. So you've got to learn all the weapons, all the, all the tricks, everything else, so you can get back to that next, next level. Right. Last thought, and then I'm done, I promise, is life never plateaus. It's never going to get to a spot to where you can go, ah, because if it does, you're moving backwards. What you need to do is embrace the creation. Embrace the build. Enjoy the tough moments and know that it's all learning. I love it. I Thank love you. it. Thank, Thank you. you so much. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, they have a question, they want to work with you, how do they get a hold of you? Absolutely. So you can find me on my website, donniebovine.com, D-O-N-N-I-E, B as in boy, O-I, B as in Victor, I-N. Dot com, um, or come hang out and find me on Facebook. Send me messages. Well, come get in the group first because I get so many messages right now on Facebook. Um, uh, so come join the group, um, and we always get everybody an opportunity to introduce themselves. So so come join the group, and then you're going to get a better chance of getting a, a private conversation with me. And, and um, email me Donnie at donniebobing.com. You know I respond to all those those emails as well. So, but but please. Come hang out. I mean, if nothing else, come find a bunch of other badasses that are in the same spot that you're in going for it. And, you know, you need that support squad. I'm telling you, these are the people. That's great. Thank you so much for today. It's been an awesome conversation. I've been taking notes. <laughs> Thank you for that, Nancy. I'm sure my listeners have been as well. And guys, you know, you can hear this and other podcasts every week on Thursdays at 5 p.m. Eastern at flyingpigs.podbean.com. Like us, support us, subscribe, share us with others. You can always ask questions. You can let us know what other topics you want to hear about, learn about, and you know you're always going to be listening to fantastic guest speakers. Thanks again, everybody. Get out there, be productive, and soar higher. We'll talk again soon. That's our show for today. We'd like to extend special thanks to our great guest, our sponsors, and our wonderful listeners. Today's show was produced by Scott Card. To find more of Nancy's podcasts and our sponsors, go to don'twaittillpigsfly.com. Don't wait till pigs fly.com.